Welcome everyone to the Happy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Kerry Jack, lifestyle entrepreneur, professional model slash actor, biohacker, and eco-warrior striving to make a positive impact on this planet. My goal is to inspire, educate, and entertain you while reminding you to enjoy the journey, not just the destination, as you happy hustle for a life of passion and purpose. I am so grateful and humbled to be spending some time together today. Now let's dive in. What is up, you beautiful happy hustlers out there? Kerry Jack here, and I hope you're having an amazing day. Truly, just enjoying this very day right here and right now. And in this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast, we're talking with Miss Tara Zerker, who is an advertising expert and founder of Successful Ads Club, which is a high-touch support membership of business owners who receive step-by-step training to master their own lead generation. So if you want to master your own lead generation, this one is for you. Passionate about demystifying Facebook ads, Tara helps thousands of online experts. She actually has over 3,000 members in her successful ads club who are overwhelmed or skeptical to confidently learn paid advertising and infinitely, infinitely, infinitely scale their businesses. You are going to love this episode. If you are an aspiring entrepreneur or an entrepreneur who wants to grow their business using paid traffic, that's just the truth because Tara is an expert. She's been a student of the game for many, many years. She actually is a practitioner as well as a preacher. (laughs) Um, not necessarily a preacher in terms of faith, but I will say she's a preacher in terms of ads because she has got it going on. She's got the system. She's got the formula. And I'm really stoked about this one because ads are scary. You're basically spending hard-earned money to hope that you get an ROI or return. And if you don't have a system, you're going to be burning money up. And so in this episode, we talk about testing your ads. We talk about the most effective thing to drive your ads to be it a webinar, uh, you know, a video series, uh, ebook, like Tara gets into that. She talks about the actual best days to have webinars. She talks about the biggest mistakes she sees with ads and so much more. And we actually set up something special for the happy hustlers. If you want to get her successful ads club at the most inexpensive price possible, you can go to successful ads carry.com. So she's actually got this cool URL set up, successfuladscarry.com, specifically getting the hookup to the happy hustlers. So my one request, if you get any value, just share this with one person, one person, one person, one person who can benefit from hearing this message. Maybe someone who wants to grow and scale their business using ads. Just send this to them. That's how we stay in the top 0.5% global ranked podcast out there. It's because of you. It's because you shared the show. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, after a quick episode sponsor break, we're going to be diving in to this episode of the Happiest of Podcast. All right, real quick, I got to share with you something I am super stoked about, and that is my new team members, because I did not waste time looking for the perfect candidates, interviewing, doing personality test assessments or skill assessments or any of that stuff. Belay actually took care of all that for me because Belay specializes in finding and matching you with the right professionals to serve you 
based on a relationship and intentional matching process. See, they search the entire country for a contractor to fit the right person for you and your organization. And they have an extensive recruiting process that includes, but isn't limited to, several video interviews, skills assessments, and actually a whole proprietary process centered around finding the right people for you. And recently, they placed a project manager and an amazing bookkeeper inside the Happiest organization. And I have had nothing but great things to say about them ever since. So if you are interested in getting awesome people in your company and you don't have the headache of looking for them or sourcing them or any of that stuff in between, check out belaysolutions.com forward slash happy hustle today. That's belay, B-E-L-A-Y solutions.com forward slash happy hustle. Now let's get back to this episode. All right, Tara Zerker, my friend, welcome to the Happy Hustle podcast. I am super stoked to rock the mic with you. Hello, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is going to be a great episode for all the aspiring entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs out there because you are an advertising expert and founder of Successful Ads Club and something that every business owner needs to know about, which is how to actually drive traffic to get engaged leads. And that's truly, you know, the name of the game if you want to scale. You're also a mom. You're also a wife. You're also a happy hustler. And I'm really stoked to bring you on the mic and leverage your wisdom. But before we get into all that ad good stuff, what's something interesting about yourself, Tara, that not too many people know? Oh, good question. Well, um, something I was just sharing with you was I grew up um, in Montana as well. And, um, you know, have a deep love for the national parks, being outdoors, hiking, all of that stuff. Not everyone expects that from me, but that's like where our family, where our happy place is. Yeah, I know. That's amazing. You said West Yellowstone, which is a very beautiful place. <laughs> Tons yeah. of grizzly bears. And <laughs> so, many. Uh, <laughs> so many. Actually, I'm pretty sure a girl just got eaten like last month right there. Um, anyway. That's why I typically don't hunt right around there. I go a little bit north, but anyway, <laughs> neither here nor there. So let's get right into it. I mean, we're talking about ads. We're talking about really ads for business owners and aspiring entrepreneurs who are spending less than $5,000 a month. That's the niche that you really serve, which I think is, like you mentioned, an underserved niche. And I just want to first start with like why that niche and and you know how did you really even get into the ad game? Yeah, great question. So long story short of how I got into the ad game was I used to specialize in social media. I had a client years and years ago who brought me on to do social media. They kind of bait and switched me and pretty soon <laughs> within like a week they put me in charge of a massive ads budget and said figure out Facebook. And um, I was like so scared, you know, at the time. It was a really intimidating project. I had never done ads. This was years ago. And um, what what was even scarier was they were throwing me in these uh, boardrooms with their investors and their investors were asking really brutal questions. Why did you, you know, why are you continuing to run this ad versus that ad? And I'm um, really getting very granular with it. And so to avoid embarrassment and humiliation, <laughs> I developed a strategy. I was like, okay, this is why I'm testing, you know, and I got very meticulous and very uh, systematic with it. 
And um, a few months after, probably, uh, uh, yeah, probably about four or five months later, um, I got a call from Facebook. Facebook actually reached out to me and said, we want to know how you're producing such consistent results because you're outperforming your entire industry. Wow. And um, so I was like, well, here's my system. Here's my approach. That call triggered a lot of things. Um, it got me thinking, you know, if I can do this for this client, could I do this for my other clients? And so I applied that same system across tons of different industries. We were working mm. with a lot of brick and mortars in spa and wellness. We had some online business owners. Um, and uh, we started seeing amazing results. And so eventually, um, you know, fast forward a few years later, I had developed a pretty strong reputation among online business owners in particular for rehabbing super expensive and problematic accounts, you know, Facebook jail type problems and mm -hmm. um, really expensive <laughs> cost, uh, cost increases and stuff like that. And I started thinking, you know, what if I could put all of this? Because at the time I was serving, you know, a certain like seven figure plus entrepreneur. I thought, what if, you know, what if I could put this together for the small business owner as well? They're like, they're not get like to hire an agency is so cost prohibitive when you yeah. are not spending the right amount. And 5,000, we truly feel super passionate is the threshold for where you want to consider outsourcing versus where you want to keep it in-house. And there's mm. reasons to that, but the biggest reason is it rarely makes sense to your bottom line if you're not crossing that threshold. Because as you probably know, Carrie, to hire anybody good is between 3,500 and 5,000 a month minimum starting just to manage. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's kind of how the whole thing got started. I put together Successful Ads Club as a solution for the small business owner spending under 5,000. We've had 3,000 members come through what? at this point. And so it's been really, really so fun. And our promise is ad set up within a couple of hours results the same day. So we've learned to teach this in an insanely effective way. Yeah. Ah, I love that story. <laughs> one, because you're a practitioner. You're not just one of these furus out there, which, you know, we call them fake gurus. Um, <laughs> like there, and you know, there's a bunch of them. Um, totally. But the truth is like you have actual real life experience. You got results and then you teach people how to get those same results. And this is just newsflash for anyone who wants to like positively impact more people. Like you have to you have to consider paid traffic, you know, that like at a point that that is just, I mean, that everyone will get there if you want to scale, if you want to grow your business. Um, referrals, obviously, is a great way to grow your business. Cold outreach, sure. Um, you know, affiliates, right. But like at some point, paid traffic, it's, it's going to come into, you know, the, the business model and you want to know how to do it you know, at uh, a profit. Right. And I know you're big into testing and you talk about like the four stages of testing. Um, Absolutely. let's, let's, let's dive in. I, I mean, I want to get granular here. I want to like give the happy house or some real like tactics. So let, let's just get into it. Yeah. Okay. So we honestly, our entire system is built on the testing protocol. So I always say to people, if you didn't know, that's what you found me for. That is what you found me for was um, <laughs> teaching you how to test very micro budget testing. So we're doing like minimum viable testing budgets here. 
And um, you're going to test copy. You're going to test imagery videos and GIFs, so your visual content. Uh, you're going to test your headline. P.S. A lot of your success in your ad is in the headline, the yep. hook. I mean, yep. you know, just typical marketing, right? But the headline is so, so important. And then you're going to test, you're going to A-B test your landing page so you hit certain metrics. If you can test those four things, and I mean, great example, we had a member come through recently. Her normal, so this was a for a local business owner, her local, uh, her her regular cost per result, it was for a consultation, was um, in the $40 range. She did the first round of testing, really strategic copy testing, and she brought her cost down to 25 bucks. And um, she's like, thank you, Tara. I am done. This is what I needed. I was like, heck no, you keep going. The next two tests take you five minutes each. And so she did the next round of testing, next round of testing, um, and she got it down to like $5 a result. Now that that was life-changing. Like mm-hmm. those are life-changing. Like her business has radically transformed in the last few months because yeah. they've reached capacity. Whereas before they always had like 40 to 60% capacity depending on the season, mm. you know? Um, now online business owners, very different, right? Because you have, un- normally you have a lot more capacity, sometimes unlimited if you're selling yeah. a course or something like that. In her case, she had a, a ceiling on that, right? So yeah. she was able to cap that and kind of, um, max out her her spend, you know, to whatever the capacity level was she needed to hit for the month, and it was done deal. Mm. So there's just going through that testing protocol can change the game with your ads. Now, people say, "Great, go through it once, it's done." I wish social media was set it and forget it, but um, ads are not that way. They do fatigue. You do have a lifespan. It's on Facebook anywhere from three to six, eight weeks on average depending on how much you're spending. That said, I have ads in my own company that are still running from last year. So um, not to say that you have to be in this hamster wheel of content creation. Certainly when you get to other platforms like TikTok, you are in a a heavier content creation mode, but Mm -hmm. um, you do need to refresh these. So we, we teach you also a monthly maintenance protocol to keep everything nice and um, optimized. Oh man. Like, there's just so much to it. I can definitely see the overwhelm and how it takes place in my own life and, and with all, all the business owners. But it's it's so nice and refreshing to see the simplicity that you, you know, essentially broke down the steps inside the Successful Ads Club. And, and just with your, your methodologies, like I love IP. I love systems. You know, the happy hustle is based around our 10 alignments of of being a happy hustler and really achieving this blissful balance, both personally and professionally. And, you know, people are always like, okay, what the heck is the happy hustle? And I say the systematic harmonization of ambition and well-being, right? But the key is system, right? Systematic. You know, and like, that's what you created is a system that actually helps people test, not guess. I know you're big on that phrase. And as are, as am I, we, we, I used to say that with Bara blood work when we were, oh, you know, yeah. biohacking, um, these really high profile people. And I was like, you got to test, not guess guys. Like just cause creatine is a great supplement for this person doesn't mean it's a great for you. Like mm-hmm. typically creatine is, but the point is, you know, you have to test, not guess. Oh my goodness. Is that your puppy in the background? That is oh, really yes. cute. <laughs> That's funny. Cute... She's waking up from her nap. <laughs> 
Penny. Good afternoon, Penny. Penny. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, my dog's not around right now, but um, I did just have a baby and he's around and he is probably crying in the background. So, um, which I know you're a mom. So any, uh, any tips, this is my first kid. So I'm, I'm all ears here. Uh, struggles real Tara. (laughs) The struggle is real. Yes, yes, yes. It gets easier and then harder and then easier and harder. (laughs) Yeah. Ebbs and flows like your ads, right? So okay. Well let's let's keep going. So we talked about testing and how you really need to test. How do we start small? Like I know you're big on creating ads that are profitable with that little as like 10 bucks a day. Like walk us through like someone out there right now is like Okay, I, I do want to like actually run some ads and get some paid traffic to my business, and I don't want to spend you know an arm and a leg. What, what, yeah. What's that process? All right. So if you're list building, especially, which is where most everybody, it's a great place to start because it's a it's a constant need of every business: list building and yeah. getting those high intent, quality leads through the door. So ten bucks a day um, is a great place to start for list building. That's three hundred dollars a month. Almost everybody can carve that out of their you know, marketing budget um, as a new channel experiment. Um, And then from there, you can start to scale as you see results. Now, let's just say you're running ads to a webinar or something like that. You know, I always recommend a good good starting budget for a project uh, like that for a live webinar be $2,000. And of course, you can scale up, you know, (laughs) scale up much beyond that as far as you want, you know, as you're seeing results and whatnot. But those are great starting budgets. Um, And if you're not sure where to start with your advertising, list building is a wonderful place to begin because that's where you can be building the, you know, email contacts through the door as well as, and I always recommend now SMS too. I think so, um, especially, you know, Carrie, in your world, a lot of business owners as well as, you know, their clients are not as focused on email or they're sending email off to a separate inbox. And so mm-hmm. making sure to get that SMS is a really, really great strategy right now. Yeah. And, you know, on that note, like sometimes I'll be honest, I'm reluctant to give my my actual yeah. phone number when it comes to getting, you know, like something texted to me. What, what's your strategy for like making it really you know, easy and building the trust and also like, like a good reason to give the SMS, you know, text. Okay. So we can borrow from some of the world of e-com for this, right? So a lot of times what you can do. Okay. So first of all, one really good strategy. Now this is a little bit more advanced. You probably wouldn't start here, but you could, you know, for, let's just say the, um, inactive, uh, segment of your email list that just hasn't responded to anything in months and months, a way that you can re-engage them is send them to a really high value, let's say it's a report or, uh, you know, it could be like a PDF guide, but it needs to be, to your point, Carrie, it has to be extra juicy Mm -hmm. to get somebody to give over their phone number, right? Um, So you could, something that's really, really juicy also could be, um, but basically you set up a landing page and the only opt-in is SMS. So that's a great way to re-engage folks who have kind of fallen mm. off, but may still be interested. You know, I'm always trying to think of how to leverage. We've already got these leads in the door. How can we leverage all the channels possible to make sure that they're getting the information where they need it, when they want it? Yeah. And so, 
um, or where they'll read it, I, I should say, where they'll read it when they want it, right? Because so yeah. many people are paying less and, and especially the higher up you go with, um, with you know, uh, folks who have, who have com- they're running companies that have higher revenue levels. Email is probably, you're, you're less and less likely to reach them via email unless you have like a really good email for them. And oftentimes when they're giving their email, they're giving an email to a different inbox. So um, that they're maybe checking less frequently or it's their junk inbox, things like that. So you just want to be really mindful of who your customer is, where they are reading information, how you can contact them. Let's just say SMS isn't the way to go for you. Well, it might be gathering that secondary contact. So maybe that secondary contact is Instagram and you are inviting them to send you a very personalized DM, you know, answering a very specific question and you're sending them a DM response. And Mm. so there's lots of ways to think about these um, additional points of contact, but you may as well capture it (laughs) as much as you can upon that first opt-in, right? Because that's where they're most likely to be excited about what you have to offer, want to learn about you. They're willing to spend a few minutes getting to know you a little bit more. So encourage them on your thank you pages to go download your most popular podcast, watch you on YouTube, um, send you a DM, you know, whatever that thing is. So I highly recommend just as kind of an advanced strategy, but a great way to also start off just thinking through that customer journey and collecting, um, collecting those additional contact points as early in the process as possible. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's definitely sage wisdom. You you have to have multiple forms to contact them and really, you know, unfortunately, attention is at a deficit across the board, right? People, yeah. they say you have an eight, eight second attention span. I honestly think it's far less like even on like a social media platform, you have like a 0.5 a second a, a attention span. In my opinion, you either hook them with really yeah. great copy that's unique to them or or some type of call out or they're gone. They're onto the next scroll, right? And especially with ads. But I am like curious, you know, when you are running ads, what is your, what do you think is the most effective thing to run ads to? Ooh, okay. So um, we have to break it down per cat by category a little bit, but if you, okay. So if you're just talking about straight up conversion and we, um, let's just say I have an online business, like, um, mm-hmm you know, coach, course creator, something like that. Yep. Um, for conversions and people will fight back and say, webinars are dead, webinars are dead. Webinars for sure. Um, consistently across the board, this is looking at, you know, a lot of higher level accounts. We do consulting on um, a lot of accounts that are, you know, industry leaders within the space. And then you look at, um, uh, you know, just across our thousands of accounts that we have access to or that we we get to see the data on because of our membership. And webinars consistently still to this day, I imagine for, you know, until we have like VR situations, uh, VR conference room or conference situations, I imagine that we're going to continue to see webinars outperform anything else. Webinars are amazing. Mm. Challenges are amazing. And again, people want to retire these things and say they're old. They're not. The content just needs to be really tight and up to date and people will continue to watch. Um, So webinars, challenges, I think for conversion, like sales conversion, nothing really outperforms those. I know that Mm. people will try with video sales letters and things like that or um, 
or video training series. And sometimes those can, but I'm just saying for consistently across the board, those would be your two um, conversion events that, that tend to do the best. And then if you're list building, you kind of want to think about, and depending, of course, on your industry, your niche, your funnel type. But if you are list building, um, a really good, fantastic guide or ebook can still do very well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will tell you that what's even more effective than that are tools, checklists, swipe files, things that people can download and use immediately, spreadsheets, yep. um, tracking tools, things yep. like that are always going to be super juicy and really yeah. tough to outperform. Um, but they also take a little bit more time and consideration, right? So you really want to think about what is the problem that I want to solve with this tool or this, um, you know, template, swipe file, checklist, you name it, mm-hmm. and really making sure that it's fully addressing the challenge that you're trying to solve for your ideal customer or client. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great points. I mean, and one thing too, on that note, like having a webinar, a guide or an ebook, a tool, a checklist, swipe file, whatever, whatever yeah. you create as this, you know, lead magnet per se, or to to bring in your perfect target avatar, you need to make sure that it's relevant to your actual offer. Apologies for the interruption, but I got to tell you about something super exciting. My new book, The Happy Hustle version 2.0 is set to launch soon. And this book is completely revised and entirely enhanced. I'm talking about all new scientific data regarding happiness, all new design and layout. We professionalized the entire manuscript using a very prominent company in the publishing world, and it has way better of a flow to it than the first iteration of The Happy Hustle. This new book can really help you put the happy in your hustle and blissfully balance your life in a systemized way, both personally and professionally. And if you act fast and you actually pre-order The Happy Hustle, you can get over $350 in bonuses. We have a masterclass that's exclusive for people who pre-order. We have a workbook that's exclusive. We have the audiobook that is going to be sent out to people who pre-order it. We have amazing Blissful Balancer PDFs and templates for the perfect partner page and so much more. And if you want to actually get the book on pre-order and get all those bonuses, you just have to go to the Happy Hustle dot com forward slash book and claim your copy today. And I would so appreciate it. And I know you would actually get a lot of value from it because this book is really destined to change lives if you actually implement what's inside. Now that's it. Let's get back to this episode. Peace and love y'all. Right. And I, th- I think there's a disconnect. Some people like they'll, they'll just completely forget that there has to be symmetry between the two. And you really want to make sure, like, if you're selling a high ticket mastermind, like, you know, maybe a guide for Instagram reels isn't really that relevant, although maybe you're great at it. You know, like it has to be, the content has to be similar. And I think also almost like the um, medium needs to be similar. Like if you want to sell a live event, you should have a live thing that you're driving traffic to right? That's just my take. I don't know. What's your take? Oh, 100%. I totally agree with you. Um, you know, going back to that high-end mastermind 
uh, situation. You still, you know, it's like, what are their issues? They're probably thinking about team. They're thinking about new traffic channels. They're thinking, so what tool, what um, webinar, what training can you develop that is going to address those things? You want to go high level if your product is high level for sure. Yeah. So I got to ask about webinars a little more so because, you know, like for lack of a better term, they kind of are a biatch and, uh, you know, <laughs> like to do it right. You know, it's, it's like, it's a pain. And I, I'm not going to say that, um, anything worth doing is easy because it's not right that, you know, it's all about finding joy in the journey. That's happy hustling. But with webinars, like I particular, you know, we've run a bunch of them in my former companies and, you know, I think, they they do get a bad rap because you'll do one or two and then they just won't convert. And a lot of people just quit there. So let's kind of get into some webinar mistakes. And yeah. if you will, some of the big, like the key three that you see and how to fix them. Okay. So the first thing, I mean, I think that the expectation is the first thing to set, right? You are going to have to practice your webinar a lot. And people um, sometimes don't realize that how much you're going to have to practice that thing to get it really well done. Um, I mean, I think our first webinar that we delivered probably had like a four or five, 6% conversion rate. And, you know, I've practiced that thing a ton. It converts between 20 and 25% now very consistently. Wow. And that is just like, I mean, I don't know how it's been, it's been massive, but I will tell you, What's been so interesting um, to me about that journey is it has been the exact same content. Actually, I just, uh, because we are uh, launching, um, we're kind of rebranding and relaunching. So I just actually added like one new piece of content to the webinar. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to throw me off because now I have to (laughs) practice it. But for years, it's been the exact same content. The only difference has been my practice on the delivery and particularly the pitch. Mm. And, um, you know, so I think that that hopefully helps to set the expectation. I mean, I wish I knew exactly how many times I've delivered that webinar, but it's for sure over 50. It could very well be over 100. Wow. So something like that, you know, like I've worked so freaking hard on that thing. So, um, so that's kind of the big thing. The next, the next huge mistake that I see people making is not having a clear, promise or outcome Mm. to the webinar. And I bet Carrie, you would agree when you see that problem, you also see that their program or their product doesn't also have a very clear promise, you know? And so kind of like you mentioned that red thread that needs to come through. It's like if, if your program or your product has, you know, this is the promise of that you're going to help XYZ audience overcome XYZ problem in XYZ amount of time, then your webinar wants to have that same red thread. You know, I would say, um, you know, what are the five mistakes that people are making in uh, that's preventing them from overcoming their big, you know, their big problem sort of a thing. So you just really Mm -hmm. want to think strategically and make sure there's a red thread and make sure that your webinar has a specific promise that people will be interested in. So that way, as you're delivering your webinar, they'll be interested in the specific promise too of, of, of your program, your product, et cetera. Mm. Um, the next big mistake that I think 
people make is, and it sounds like a minor mistake, but I see it so often. Not that we specialize in webinars, but we see hundreds of webinars every year just because our members are doing webinars. Therefore, we're, yeah. you know, looking at their content and we're making sure that, that it's helping it's helping them sell their product, right? I see so many people that spend so much time on the who they are and their history section. Ah, so yeah. that's like really tactical, but it prevents you from wanting to get deeper into the content um, when people are explaining their history for 10 minutes. I yeah, so feel true. like you can explain the relevant history to why you're the expert in like, three to four sentences. It does not take that much. So true. So be careful of that section because that's usually at the beginning. That's where your people are most interested and that's where the attention falls off. I mean, we can see it in the data. The attention just falls off a cliff when they start going into their history so much. Yeah. You know, it's like people don't care. They don't need to hear it. They just want to know <laughs> yeah. why you will help them solve X, Y, Z. Yeah. So true. And that that's something even like that I do with the the podcast is like I, I don't I, I don't love getting into the backstory and talking yeah. about your grandma and how she made you these cookies when you were younger and how it sparked your your love of dance but you didn't make it and you know it's like it's like no one cares they want to know what's in it for them with them right what's in it for me yeah. and you just got to think about that with all your stuff like all of your stuff should be what is in it for them and use you know. I, I like to think about selling the benefits, not the features. So like with everything, getting really clear on like, okay, what is the benefits for them? If they're going to watch this webinar, you're going to get blah, 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 X, Y, Z, right? And just like, then like getting right into it. Um, but you did mention some cool things. Those three things that are mistakes, I guess they're not cool, but you know, they're, they're cool in the fact that if you know that they're uncool, that you'll, you'll be cooler by not doing them. I know that was meta, but practice, the, practice the damn webinar. Okay. So don't like just show up on game day and expect a crush. Cause you won't, um, clear promise or outcome, right? Like you gotta be really clear with like, what, what, what are people going to get out of that? That goes, you know, to the whiffum point and then who and your history stop wasting time there. Just get to the credible pieces and move forward. So yeah, that, that's, that's awesome that, you know, you brought those things up just in terms of like webinar days. I know, again, this is tactical, Ooh, but I hear yeah. a lot of talk on Thursdays at 2 PM, you know, <laughs> is like the hot spot. And I'm just curious, like what, what's your take on like the best time to run a webinar? Okay. So we've also seen a ton of data on this particular issue question <laughs> yeah. and it will differ slightly. So if you are <laughs> trying to reach, um, business owners, you know, Thursdays actually are a pretty good hotspot. Um, if you are trying to reach, let's say, parents or even some working professionals, honestly, this will shock you, but I've seen webinars at 5 a.m., 6 a.m. do extremely well, as Whoa. well as webinars at 8 or 9 p.m. I mean, that's, that is, you need to yeah. test it for your audience and kind of get a sense of your people, right? Yeah. Um, but, but I mean, we do our webinars when we do live webinars, they're typically on Thursdays, just because we've seen in our data that has outperformed Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And um, I think, I mean, we could always test Mondays and Fridays too, but that's always trickier, you know, start of the week, yeah. end of the week, it's a little bit trickier. 
Yeah. Um, I've also seen webinars on Saturday mornings do really well. So it just really, yeah. not from us, but from our cli- our customers, our clients. So it really depends on your particular audience. So I kind of just gauge that based on what you know about them and try a few times, see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. And I, you know, Hermosi, I know, just launched his uh, book and he did it on Saturday morning. And it, you know, what it yeah, had like right. the biggest attendance of all time, probably for a, a free yeah. webinar. Um, so, you know, I, I guess, again, to your point, it is all about your specific audience and, you know, what's most relevant for them. But test, don't guess, right? That's the, the key guess. caveat. Yes. To, so talk, talk to everyone about like, I know they're probably like, okay, Tara, this stuff's legit. I really want to like go deeper. Talk to them about the successful ads club and like what it is and, and where they can even go to get it. Like if they wanted oh, to join. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Carrie. So, um, for anybody that wants to learn ads or send a team member to learn ads, basically, if you want to have your ads, that skill in-house, you know, mm-hmm. um, you can go actually, Carrie and I, we have um, a special link that you can go to and you'll get the best pricing ever that we've ever offered. <laughs> so if you are interested, you can go to SuccessfulAdsCarrie.com and, um, and you can check out the details there. But listen, if you want to learn ads, I would just recommend to go through a training. Now, does it have to be mine? Absolutely not. I do believe that we have developed one of the best (laughs) trainings on the planet, but Meta has a free training. So you can go through Meta's free training. Um, You know, there's lots of incredible trainings out there. And I would just say that is probably the biggest thing that you want to do because you will want to shortcut the, here's the thing with advertising you're spending money right so you don't want to make ex- you don't want you want to make as few mistakes as possible because those mistakes literally translate into burned up money you could just yeah. go light it on fire for you yeah. know what it's going to cost so true so so just go through a training and if you're interested in you know in successful ads club head to that link you'll see all the details you get the best pricing ever um, but basically, we take you, take you through six different levels. The levels are very short. Some of them are 15 minutes up to about 60 minutes. And within that amount of time, you're going to have your, your ad creative done, your ad tech done. There's a little bit of tech that you have to do. It's really simple. Um, you're going to have, we do one-on-one coaching at the end of each level to make sure that you've got it right. You've got it tight. Mm. Everything looks good. Nice. And then, um, and then we launch your ads. We launch your ads. We optimize your ads. We teach you the monthly maintenance. So it's a really quick program where you're going to have that skill, um, really well developed for your particular account by the end. And then of course, this is where I think we are differentiated a little bit, um, more is that we recognize the ads change literally constantly. Carrie, I don't know if you have seen how many, you know, Meta's constantly changing things and, um, you know, in the organic channels for sure. But I will tell you not where they change the most is in the ads, right? About every six weeks, there's a brand new algorithm update. It will affect everything that you're doing with your ads. And so once you go through kind of our foundations, that's where you'll drop into our monthly membership. So um, mm. that's included as part of the program. And then you can stay in the membership as long as you want. But that's where we're we're teaching you exactly what's changing and how to adapt to those changes in the quickest way possible. Because, you know, you can really be successful the first time you launch your ads, but then a few changes later, all of a sudden you're struggling. And so we want to help everyone stay ahead of the curve 
and keep their ads super competitive. And that is, um, that is something that we are really passionate about. Yeah. I love the continuity piece to that puzzle because it's not just a one and done thing. Like there's tons of changes and you need to iterate and evolve. Like your ads need to, your business needs to based on, you know, whatever's happening in the world, like stuff goes down world war three. Like you're not going to run an ad about like, you know, potentially something that's gonna be offensive during that time, you know, like it might not be relevant. Right. So it's like, it's not just a one and done thing and you need that continuity. You need that support. So yeah, anyone who's interested, check it out. I mean, get the lowest price possible successful ads carry.com. I like the the, the sound of that, that <laughs> URL that's uh, it's uh, got a ring to it. Um, but this has been awesome, Tara. I do want to ask you a couple of our more traditional happy hustle hack questions um, and then put you through the rapid fire round and then we'll wrap this up. Hey, but basically this is like a tip, a tool, a tactic. Um, first being health. I always like to, you know, talk about health, you know, you being a mom, being a wife, like being a business owner, you got to have your health optimizer or else it's going to be hard to do any of those things. Well, uh, let alone all of them at the same time. Um, yes. so what is something that you would deem a happy hustle hack? That's maybe something a little unique when it comes to your health that we could share with the happy hustlers. Oh, that's so good. I mean, okay, Carrie, I've got a six-year-old, four-year-old, and two-year-old. So I feel like I am oh, in... Superwoman. I have through the night in six years, just for the record, you know. Superwoman. My, no, but my energy really took... Uh, this is not going to be something crazy unique, but um, I've noticed over the last two years since my third, my energy has just nosedived. I... Finally got my blood tested and figured out exactly the nutrients that I was missing. No surprise, my vitamin D and my iron were like Mm. at the bottom of the barrel. Mm. And um, so I would just say like truly get tested. Test don't guess as we have said and as you mentioned about, you know, for biohacking in particular. And I feel like a whole new woman just getting you know, just getting my basic vitamins and minerals tested and taking my really good iron, um, taking other supplements too, but the iron piece has been really important. So I know a lot of listeners on here are guys, so that might not, you know, but I, I mean, all of us probably have deficiencies as we get older. And, um, so it's not, there's nothing earth shattering there, but it has been like, like life giving and renewing for me to finally get my, (laughs) Yeah. Get my supplements in line. Oh, no, I think that's a great one. Doesn't matter if you're male or female or unicorn or whatever you identify as, like <laughs> getting your labs done is yes. you know, like imperative and then making decisions based off the data. Again, when it comes to yeah. testing with your ads, you got to, you know, test your your labs and then make decisions based off the data. So I think that's a great one. Let's talk about money. You know, I think money is a very important topic. It's a tool. It's a frequency. It's a, it makes you more who you are, right? Um, do you have a happy hustle hack when it comes to money? Maybe something that you do to save or invest or spend wisely, you know, something that we could deem a happy hustle hack in this arena? Well, let's see. Um, I'm kind of like fanatical about my P&L after not being for years and years. <laughs> yeah. um, but something that people tend to find interesting is when I share the breakdown of how I distribute our profits. So I guess I could mm. share that. Yeah. Um, so 
with our profit, um, how I handle our profit distribution is I do 70% of that as, well, okay, so profit. Basically, 50% I immediately take off to taxes and tithing. Um, my husband and I tithe. And so nice. 50% gone right off the top. And then of the 50% that remains, I do 70% as an owner distribution and 30% into company savings. So again, I'm sure that everybody has their own process for that. And I wish I could remember where that um, specific ratio came from <laughs> so I could credit the right person. <laughs> but um, that's been really, really healthy for us as a company. And so, yeah. um, and whenever I share that, people seem to find it really interesting. I guess we're all kind of interested in how we handle our profit distributions, but there's mine. Yeah. Well, hey, I think that's effective. I mean, I, you know, I, I think having money set aside for taxes and tithing is huge. We, we're big into selfless service. That's one of the 10 alignments of being a happy yeah. hustler. And, but also like taxes, like having money where you don't get like surprised at the end of the year with a huge tax bill and you're not prepared. Um, yeah. You know, which actually funny enough, I just talked to Chris Berg. We had him on the podcast. He's doing, you know, whatever, 16 mil a year in like e-com sales. And he's like, I had this huge tax bill but I bought two car washes and it wiped them all out. So if you want to get rid of your tax bill, buy like self-serve car washes. Okay, people, that's just check out that episode. It was good. Anyway, uh, having company savings, that's a really good thing to have, especially in this, you know, in these turmoil economic times. Um, and then you said 70% of that 50% going to owner distributions. You got to pay yourself, yep. you know, that's just a big yep. piece. So love that. Lo let's talk about spirituality too. You know, this is something I think it's mm -hmm. so important to have a spiritual practice. You know, I don't really care about what religion or another, you know, I just think it's faith, like in something bigger than yourself is important. Um, what, what would you say is a way that you, um, you know, connect to a higher power, maybe a happy hustle hack in this, in this, mm. um, you know, in this area? Oh man. Well, I'm a big, um, I'm a big person of faith and love to pray a lot. I pray over nice. all day long over, you know, lots of things. One of the most effective ways for me to kind of, um, receive inspiration, I guess it, you might say is like keeping a prayer journal. And I'm sure a lot of people do this, but just literally writing out my prayers can be really effective. Now yeah. I have to admit that again, I'm a mom, three kids, like really busy mornings and stuff like that. So when I don't get to that, it's a 30 minute walk around the neighborhood. We have some really incredible hills. I'll go walk those hills, get my workout yep. in. And the whole time it's just gratitude prayer and like just receiving inspiration. So yeah. I, I wish it was something like more, you know, like more esoteric, but I'll say prayer is like for sure, hands down for me, the best way to connect and, you know, connect in. Yeah. Amen to that. I pray every day, I, you know, and I think it's yeah. just every meal, you can just say a little prayer. Like you'd be like, so thank you for this food. Thank you. You know, it's like something small, but just tap into that gratitude and that presence and, you know, just connect um, to a higher power. That's what it's all about. This has been phenomenal. Let's run through the rapid fire round and then we'll wrap this up. So this is really just random questions that I ask you and you answer honestly first thing that comes to mind. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Favorite food. Go. Oh, sushi. Favorite movie. Oh, 
Oh, I don't watch enough movies. It's going to be something dumb like Disney movie. Uh, I don't know. Raya. Raya, I think it's so cute. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, Favorite book? Oh, man. Um, So favorite book, Traction for Business. Yeah. And um, for kids or for parenting, uh, the book that I just read, shoot, it's about how to how to raise kids that are not um, that are not spoiled. Basically, I'll have to get you the name, but it's so please. Good. I, I need, remember it. I need that book. Sing it, uh, sing not it. that I'll I'll ever raise a spoiled kid, but um, anyway, I do think it's so great to have a book. Okay, let's talk best business advice. Go. Oh, best business advice. Um, I mean, mine is very skewed, but do ads early and do them consistently just because I have not found any other channel that can build your business so consistently. Yeah. Well said. What's your spirit animal? uh, Dogs, I think. Like little puppy dogs, (laughs) like pugs probably. Just so cute and squishy. (laughs) Nice. Three things you're most grateful for. Oh, my family... um, Hands down, my kids. My first kiddo was a miracle, so definitely my kiddos. Um, My husband, he's so supportive. He has been behind me and this business and everything that we do 100%. And my business, honestly. It's such a good creative outlet for me, and I absolutely love it. Yeah. And I found out your husband's a special agent for the government, so he's a good dude to know. So I'll be keeping that card uh, to call. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to ask you, if you had a billboard for the world to see with your last piece of content on it, what's that billboard read? Oh, um, be kind, do good. Mm, Love that. Crush that rapid fire round, Tara. Nice work. And I just want to take a moment to acknowledge you. Thank you for sharing your love, your light, your wisdom, your ads, and your systems, and your methodologies, and really just like, this is a a great reminder, I think, for all the happy hustlers out there, as well as myself, like ads are a, a phenomenal way to consistently drive traffic and grow your business, and ultimately make you more money and more impact. So- Thank you again for sharing your time. Thank you so much, Carrie. So good to be here. Yeah. I do want to, before I let you go, remind people where they can find more out about you online and also, you know, maybe drop that link again for anyone who's feeling froggy. Absolutely. So successfuladscarry.com. You can learn all about our program and at Tara Zerker. Um, Instagram is probably the place I hang out the most. Awesome. And we'll link all that up in the show notes as well. Tara, this has been awesome. Final question. What does happy hustling mean to you? Oh, it is that balance. It's the balance where your family feels loved and, um, you know, happy. They're getting enough time with you and then your business is thriving and, um, your health is, is thriving as well. So it's just that like in the middle of, you know, just that balance of everything. Mic drop. Tara Zerker, y'all. Thank you for watching and listening. We are out. Peace and love, everyone. Real quick, guys, I got to share with you a little secret, and that is optimal sleep. If you are not sleeping optimally, you are not going to be able to happy hustle a life that you love. You can listen to podcasts. You can read books. You can, you know, do your best to go to the gym and eat healthy. But if you're not sleeping well, you're not going to be a happy hustler. That's just the damn truth. But 
Fortunately for you, I have a little secret weapon, and that is magnesium breakthrough. These are seven different forms of magnesium all in one little capsule. And then you can actually optimize your sleep because it legit reduces the cortisol levels and helps with deep relaxation so that you are sleeping optimally. And the best part is they actually stand behind their products at Bioptimizers. You get a 365-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't like it for whatever reason, send it back. Check it out at magbreakthrough.com, and you can get up to 33% off today. Again, that's magbreakthrough.com forward slash happy. Real quick, y'all, I want to share with you something that is making a very positive impact on my physical health, as well as my mental health, but more so my physical health, because I really believe that you have to detox your body. You have to sweat those toxins out regularly in order to be optimized, in order to actually happy hustle your blissful balance and your dream reality. And one of the ways that I actually detox my body is from my therapist. Therasage Infrared Portable and Affordable 360 Plus Sauna. This thing is my go-to. I love it because it's actually affordable and it is portable. And it actually is made by a family-owned company that stands behind their products. And the best part is you actually get the hookup for watching and listening to the Happiest Podcast. You can just go to therasage.com and you can just type in code HAPPY and it will actually save you over 10% on everything store-wide, but specifically the sauna. And the good thing about the sauna is it actually burns calories. So you just sit on your bum, you can burn calories, you can decrease the inflammation in your body, which a lot of dis-ease stems from, and you can increase the blood flow circulation, which I'll just tell you, there's a ton more benefits, but those three in and of itself are worth your while. So you guys check it out, Therasage, that's T-H-E-R-A-S-A-G-E.com, and then Use code HAPPY to save yourself some money. And they got a bunch of holistic healing products on their site, but I'm just referencing this Thera 360 Plus sauna. I have the black one, love it. And uh, the cool thing is also you actually, you know, you have hand holes where you can stick your hands in. So you could be working on your laptop or reading and your head protrudes so your brain doesn't swell. A lot of like other saunas that, you know, the dry saunas like at the gym potentially, um, if you have one in your gym, you know, it's like a hot rocks those actually swell your brain over time and have detrimental effects. And given my current brain injury from the CO poisoning, I'm really glad my head is actually protruding from the heat zone in this Therasage sauna. So that's another reason why I love it. You guys check it out again, therasage.com, and then use code HAPPY to save. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast. I truly am so grateful that you took the time out of your busy day to spend time with me. Now, if you got any value from this episode or any episodes in the past, it would mean the world to me if you could please leave a five-star review and share this episode with your friends so we can continue to spread this message. Guys, as always, it's been a blast. Now go out there and happy hustle for your dream reality. Yeah.